Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Friday episode called One Good Question. This is 50% Facts, where we answer your question in 10 minutes or less. Hopefully, if you want to get involved, you got to join our Discord. What you do is go to 50percentfacts.com. There's a link to our Discord. Discord is kind of like a Reddit meets WhatsApp meets group chat. You get exclusives on our apparel, some discounts here and there, first look in a like-minded community, and you can also join uh, the Friday episode. So what you do is you scroll to the left. There's a couple um, groups there. There's group chat where everyone's chatting. Then one good question. That's made for you to ask us anything you want, fitness, business, doesn't really matter. Just ask one question if you're chosen. You'll be featured like today. Um, and today we got Silent Killer, I think. It's K-I-L-R. Okay. I think that's how I'd say it. Um, and the, the question is, how important is glute activation warm-ups prior to squatting or deadlifting? Now, this conversation um, could be very short, and I could say <laughs> something like, nah. Um, because I think this stuff's like really popular in a lot of uh, like sp- sports-specific training nowadays, a little bit of powerlifting, um, but even like bodybuilding, when you talk about like pre-exhaustion and people do like pec deck to really tire their yep. pecs. So then when you bench, you're going to actually work your pecs more. Um, I don't know the exact pure science on like waking up muscles, but what I can tell you is muscles don't sleep. Um, and so whatever you're trying to activate, they're not deactivated. Just because you don't feel them doesn't mean they're not working. Literally to extend your elbow your triceps must be activated. They're, they're, nothing else can move them. You got to think of your muscles more like fancy ropes with like knobs and like fulcrums. Like they, they can't move without it. So if you're extending your hips and actually standing tall, um, your glutes have to work. You can't do that without it. It's physically impossible. Now, if you feel them or if they don't have a lot of blood in them, um, that's a different story. And so if you want to activate them, I guess you can, but there's no necessary um, process to do that. Um, it's just literally not going to help. Um, now, the mind-muscle connection when building muscle is slightly different. There may be some benefits there where you really be able to um, fatigue a certain muscle group while feeling it better. But the truth is, is if you go to failure on curls, chances are you're going to work your biceps either way. Um, the only other study I do know on the pre-exhaustion stuff, which is slightly different than, you know, the activation, but pre-exhaustion actually works the opposite way. So if you do pec deck before you bench press, it's going to negate your pectoral activation in the bench press. And now because it's tired, your triceps are going to work more. So you're actually doing the exact opposite of what you thought you were doing. Yeah. That paradoxical reaction. That's, that's, yeah pretty critical i i think that um uh, early on in the early days of this program i believe that jordan shallow said exactly why do you need a glute meat pump before you do anything else well and that's the truth too is yeah when people do all those activations they're doing their glute mead which is probably not what you're trying to do no i i think that um i think it's not that people's fucking glutes are not activated i think it's that they're not they just don't they're not making that connection in their in their brain, right? And and really, that's a a beat. It's a beat before you squat. As you're getting set up, you think about okay, just just pinch them together a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, so you're so you're thinking about how they're moving. Yeah, and even that though, like it depends on your goals. But if you're doing like strength training and you're handling loads in the 70, 80, 90 percent, which you should be frequently, um, you don't feel muscles when you power lift. Yeah. You know, so like, and, and then again, going back to the hypertrophy, like it may have some things to do with it, but if you do, if you do RDLs till failure, 
your ass is going to work if you do them with like semi-proper form. Like right. your form doesn't have to be perfect, but if you do semi-proper form and you just lock out your hips when you're doing them, they're going to work. So for hypertrophy, it's not as not like necessary, quote unquote. And then in powerlifting or strength training, I've never thought about a muscle my entire life. Yeah. I think about like a movement or like all my cues are movement based. So it's like stand tall or like lean back or push my hips forward, but it's not like necessarily like Joe Stanick answered it in the Discord just because he probably got pissed off at the question. <laughs> and he was also recently doing a QA uh, on like worst cues or whatever. Uh-huh. And like he was obviously trying to be entertaining and fun because all cues, like there's, no, it's kind of like a questions in my opinion. Like, yeah, there are dumb questions, but there's some, but every dumb question helps at least one person. Yeah. You know, like sometimes it's one dumb person. Yeah. Still. Yeah. You may be stupid, but it's, <laughs> And so I think cues are like that too. I don't think there's like bad cues. Yeah. I think there's bad cues for the masses. Right. Um, but that's the idea of a coach is like a coach may be able to communicate a single cue to you and it may sound dumb to other people, but if it connects with you, it works. And one he threw out there was just like uh, people screaming body parts, which yeah. is true, right? Like you're deadlifting and you're like glutes, glutes. It's like, how could you not? Yeah. Like, well, you're probably just not thinking that. And yeah. it's probably not going to do anything. Like, you're pulling for your fucking life. Like, your eyes are popping out of your head. Your forehead's all wrinkled. You're just thinking about pulling. I'm not thinking about my glutes in that moment. Yeah. I think that, um, I think it's overcomplicating things largely just to have something to say. Yeah. Just go for a walk. Like, if you actually warm shit up, uh, go for a walk. If you have a lower body day, I suggest walking, biking, assault biking, 10 minutes, kind of hard. Then do some like body weight lunges where you're actually like taking nice steps. You're standing up tall on that leg before going into your next step. And you'll probably wake up whatever the fuck muscles you think are sleeping. I think in general, too, that when you're lifting, like being aware of your proprioception improves your form. How else do you improve your form? Yeah. And that's what good form is, too. If you're talking about like what body parts to work, it's based on good form. So like with a bicep curl is just the easiest one because everyone does it. So if you're bicep curling and you're lifting your bicep a lot, uh-huh. now, now you're actually training your delt, right? So yeah, good form. You have like your elbows kind of pinned by your side and you're, the only movement's coming from the elbow joint itself, not the shoulder joint. Now you're going to work your biceps. Right. Again, if you feel it or not, well, that kind of plays a role because that maybe means you're using improper form. Um, but chances are if you do them enough and often you'll find good form. The, the only way to find good form and wake shit up too is by doing it more often. It's not by doing all this other bullshit. Yeah. Right? Like you want to feel your glutes in a deadlift. If your goal is to grow big glutes, then just like deadlift more or RDL more. It's not going to be doing all this weird shit on the side to then improve this. If you want to improve something, you got to go direct to it. You can't be beating around the bush to improve. You know what I mean? That Yeah, there's drills and stuff, but that's all sports. You want to get better at fucking shooting free throws? You should shoot a lot of free throws. You don't got to go shoot threes. Yeah, if you get better at threes, you might get better at free throws. But if you want to particularly get better at free throws, get better at free throws. So if you want to get better at deadlifts or glute activation in the deadlifts, just deadlift more. Yeah, I know you can't really, you can't, <laughs> can't really argue with that point. Um, you know, since we have a little bit of time yet, I'm going to, I'm going to rant about something that I have noticed a lot lately on uh, Instagram, and that's ads for shoes that say they're ultra wide, but they're not. Uh. <laughs> like, if you think that four E is a really wide shoe or two E is a really wide shoe, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it's probably just compared to like the '90s. Even my foot's medium, and I feel like the '90s, every shoe was like hella narrow. Yeah, like I could never wear Nikes because yeah. they were they were way way too. But now narrow. they're not that crazy. They were for a second. I feel like, yeah, but still, like I I 
my toes get jammed up. Even these are these are fucking sketchers. They're supposed to be slip ins. I thought oh, I'll just all travel in them. Yeah, you know, because then like you know, go to other countries, the airports, you have to take your shoes off, shit like that. It's like the whole recombobulation process of putting all your shit back on there after yeah. you've had to go through the you know the security thing. I just I can at least have my shoes on fast, right? So I buy these things thinking that they're going to be. They're going to be good. They were comfortable in the house. I warm them around quite a bit, like what you're, like you're supposed to do. Yeah, warm them up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Break them in a little bit and don't like you know wear them outside so that you can't really send them back or whatever. Everything was fine, and then I start to walk in them, and I feel like they're going to rub my pinky toes off. Yeah, that sucks. And and in a time when I mean this connects to what we're talking about, um, you do want your toes to be able to spread out in in your in your shoes. Like you, you can squat better if your toes are gripping. You can pull better if your toes are gripping. Yeah, yeah. If you're not all jammed together, that's, that's why I think that lifting in in chucks for a lot of people has been silly because you really can't expand your foot. Yeah, and, they can't be narrow. I don't think it's gonna make or break your deadlift. There's people talking like you're gonna add straight poundage to shit. Which no, no. Yeah, no, but no. you're obviously a wider base and everything is gonna be more stable. Yeah, not everything translates into into numbers. Yeah, that's how people are talking. People are going crazy with the shoe game. Yeah, I know, yeah. 100%. They're I don't going know. crazy. Uh, but you just go New Balance, Hoka. There's a bunch of shoes out there that are fucking wide. Not necessarily made for lifting, but... But, but wide. Yeah, yeah, that's probably where the little slipper game is real popular now, too. Yeah, well, that's basically... Oh, the little little yeah. slippers? Yeah. 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 yeah like, it makes some sense. Yeah, because it doesn't rain your toes yeah. in any uncomfortable way. Yeah. I'm just not that particular about anything, to be honest. I'll deadlift and whatever the fuck is in front of me. I I've never enjoyed deadlifting without shoes. Yeah, I kind of like shoes. Yeah, slippers. I wore them one time. And they felt like kind of comfy because it does kind of feel like you're in the house. But I don't like love it. I don't hate it. Also, just like hate having shoes everywhere and equipment everywhere. Like even just training with a belt now pisses me off. You know, just like equipment. I hate that. Maybe, I don't know what it has to do with anything, but I just hate having, like, needing shit to train all the time. Like, uh, like and I can't, and and part of it's because they are good tools. Like, it hurts to squat with no knee sleeves. Like, my knees fucking are grumpy. Yeah. So, like, I get them. I'm not saying they're useless, but it's just, like, traveling with that sucked. Oh, yeah, traveling yeah. with belts is yeah. the worst. Yeah, it's half my fucking luggage. Yeah. Yeah, it's trash. I mean, it, it takes up so much space, and... And there, I don't know if there's ever been a TSA that understood what the fuck. Yeah, that's why I always check it. There's just no way. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna look at you weird. Yeah, and, but if you're going to a meet, you can't check that shit because yeah, if you lose it, I don't, I, I don't know why. Do you think it's gotten better? I haven't lost a bag probably in like 15 years. Uh hear that it's really bad right now. Uh, well, it, over the summer it was really bad in Europe. Really, I don't know about everywhere else. Yeah, I feel so pe- like people they, were using air tags. Really? Yeah, because I feel like they figured shit out. I remember as a kid, we lost our baggage a couple times traveling around, but as an adult, I've been pretty good. I, I try to check on when I can, but or uh, carry on, but fucking, yeah, belts and weird shit, weird powders. We um, we were in San Diego over the summer, and uh, we were down there with my grandkids, and we had uh, uh, pulled together a couple of uh, booster seats so that we didn't have to rent them yep. and whatever. And so we brought them home. They're stored at our house. But one of them, and they, you check them, Right, but one of them didn't make it back when we got back, and we have a two hundred fifty dollars flight credit for the whole fucking thing. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was cool of them then. Yeah, because I remember back in the day they wouldn't say or do shit. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's decent. Yeah, it seemed. I mean, it seemed more than appropriate. Yeah, yeah, they can lose my shit. Yeah, because I think th- I think the whole thing is worth probably forty bucks. So yeah, 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 true. Alrighty, let's get out of here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, brand new episodes every single Wednesday, Friday. Uh, I'll see you in Discord, fifty percentfacts.com to join the Discord, and I'll sell a mic wherever you want to find me. I'm at the Jim McD on all the social media. This show is fifty percent facts. Where percent is a word, and fifty is just numbers. Fifty percent facts is a Spreaker Prime Cop podcast. <laughs> in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>